Welcome to Alive Experience, the online teaching ministry of Pastor Pascal Ngui. Pastor Pascal is the senior pastor of Alive Bible Church, a vibrant and growing church with branches across South Africa. Pastor Pascal teaches the Word of God with accuracy and power, always leaving his audience empowered, challenged, and ready for change. As you listen, get ready to be blessed by the Holy Spirit. Now, Let's join the message already in progress. We're talking this month about neutralizing curses. You see, our foundational scripture this year, as you guys all know, is from the book of John 15, verse 8. It says, By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit. So you will be my disciples. I want you to understand with me this morning that God is glorified when you bear much fruit. Not when you bear less fruit. Not when you bear no fruit. You dishonor God when you bear no fruit. You dishonor God. You and I dishonor God when we bear little fruit at any level. Praise the name of Jesus. And we have identified three areas this year where we want to trust God to bear much fruit. The first area, I'm sure you already know, is in the area of character. Here we're going to engage the fruit of the Spirit. So we are saying no to carnality. That's basically what bearing much fruit in your character will mean this year. You are saying no to carnality. Carnal decisions, carnal actions, carnal words, anything carnal. You have to fight carnality this year. The purpose is for you to become a better reflection of the Lord Jesus Christ. In your words, in your thoughts, in your actions, in your pursuits. Let's stop claiming to be Christians, yet our daily life reflects a total different experience. Let's start aligning with the model that was presented to us. That will mean saying no to carnality. You see, you've said yes to your flesh far too long and in far too many ways. Your flesh is have been, has been having a free day. And that has had a huge toll on your Christianity. This year, let's crucify the flesh. In the name of Jesus. Number two, in the area of your results. Here we are saying no to mediocrity. Mediocrity in all its forms. Any area where you are given an opportunity this year, refuse to be mediocre. Choose to be excellent. Choose to produce better results than the ones you produced last year. Mediocrity will never lift you to the dimension of much fruit. Refuse it. Refuse to go unprepared anywhere. Refuse to repeat what you did last year in the same fashion you did it last year. Refuse laziness. It destroys us. It destroys us completely. Mediocrity, laziness, Shallowness, please fight it with passion this year. Then lastly, we are bearing much fruit by winning souls this year. Praise the name of Jesus. Then we are saying no to timidity. Anyone saying yes to timidity cannot bear much fruit. You can't. 
I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And because I am not ashamed, Paul was able to plant churches everywhere and anywhere. His fruit is great. There's no church on earth. There's no day that the name, the name of Paul is not mentioned or one of his books is not mentioned. He has borne a huge fruit for Jesus. Wrote two-thirds of the New Testament. You think that's a small fruit? Paul says, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. So we are saying no to carnality, no to mediocrity, and no to timidity. That's what we are, like all my teaching this year will be addressing these things in different forms. And if we, when we fight carnality, there will be character. And character will sustain the great results that God wants to bring in your life. Hallelujah. When we find mediocrity, there will be a higher level of excellence. And excellence naturally draws people. Yeah. I want to be honest with you. There must be excellent in our music. There must be excellent in our preaching. There must be excellent in our dancing. There must be excellent in every single area. We cannot continue accepting what has been there. That was then. Now is now. Let's change and tune ourselves. I'm saying to you, if you're going to bear much fruit and you continue behaving the way you used to, when you are given a tax, you wait for the last minute to, to assess what... Look, you cannot go far with that. You won't be able to manage. So that is what this year is going to be all about. But why am I talking about neutralizing curses this month? Can I tell you something? I'm going straight to the root of the problem. I'm starting there. Or God is starting there. We need to be honest with ourselves, people of God. It is not an easy thing to bear fruit on earth. Not to talk of bearing much fruit. And the reason is simple. The earth is cursed. You should never forget that. You are walking on a cursed ground. You are trying to make your best on a cursed ground. Just in case you had forgotten, I would like you to come with me to the book of Genesis 3, verse 17 down to 19, the Bible here says, Then to Adam he said, Because you have heeded to the voice of your wife, and have eaten, and have eaten from the tree of which I commanded you, saying, You shall not eat of it, cursed is the ground for your sake. As far as you are concerned, the ground is going to be cursed. Cursed is the ground. And, and you and I are descendants of Adam. Cursed is the ground for your sake. This is the first time the word cursed is mentioned in the history of humanity. Until this verse, that word did not exist. It is mentioned for the first time in relations with the ground. And you will agree with me, every activity of man revolves and moves around the ground. Your buildings are based on the ground. Your everything you do is not in the air. Only the birds are operating in the air. We operate on the ground. And the main thing we use to operate, that is where we get our food from. That is where we get, that is even where we get our bodies from. Everything about us is from the ground. And that's exactly where the first curse was directed. Cursed is the ground for your sake. And this is what's going to happen from now on. In toil, you shall eat of it. In toil. So it's going to require more than needed effort or uh, more than necessary effort before you can eat. All the days of your life, both thorns and thistles, it shall bring forth for you. 
Nobody eat thorns. Nobody eat thistles. Yet the ground is going to create them. Why? They are not needed. It's part of you working, sometimes working, and there's no, there's no reason why you are working. Like, after you've removed all the thorns, you don't know, they, they will not serve any purpose. The only purpose is that you remove them. You cannot do anything with them. And they have taken energy from you. You cannot eat them. You cannot do anything with them. Yet energy has been taken. And that is, that is our lives. Many things you do, to the most part, they don't yield the fruit. It's just part of doing. You just have to do. Yeah. I'm explaining to you why bearing fruit on earth is not a small task. Not to talk of bearing much fruit on earth. Are you listening to me? And you shall eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of your face, you shall eat bread till you return to the ground. In the sweat of your face. This tells me that before man was eating without sweat. This tells me part of the blessing is eating without sweat. For out of it you were taken, for thus you are, and to the dust you shall return. Are you understanding why it's difficult to get things done on earth? It is not an easy task. The ground is cursed. You are walking on a cursed ground. Listen carefully. Before you are easily discouraged over the fact that this didn't work, that didn't work, I didn't get this, this didn't get sorted, understand where you are. This is no more Eden. That was a long time ago. You are on a cursed ground. And you are trying to do your best on a cursed ground, with a cursed ground, surrounded with thorns and twistles all the time. You're trying to get an education on a cursed ground. You're trying to start a business on a cursed ground. You're trying to do ministry on a cursed ground. You're trying to get married on a cursed ground. You're trying to do well on a cursed ground. Praise the Lord. <laughs> now, the reason, let me tell you something. The reason why you have very few people that do well it's because of curses. Curses are the reasons why in a family, I mean, I'm sure you've noticed that you don't have families where everybody is doing well all the time. Almost in every family, it's only like one or two. Well, sometimes one, sometimes none. People that are bearing much fruit in a church, you don't find easily everybody bearing much fruit. <laughs> in a school, you don't find easily all the students bearing much fruit. One, two, exceptional. The rest, not so easy. Isaiah 24, verse 6, the Bible says, Therefore, the curse has devoured the earth. Do you understand that? The curse has devoured. That curse that was spoken in Genesis 3, it has devoured the earth. And those who dwell in it are desolate. Therefore, the inhabitants of the earth are burned. And few men are left. That's what I, that is what I was trying to tell you. That it's only a few that make it sometimes. You shall be among those few. If there is any few, we are here to contend for that number. We, we must be in that number. Yeah. You have to understand, in your family, only few will make it. It, ha it has to sit well with you. You have to understand, in your team, not everybody, it will not be many that will make it. I mean the team of Jesus, the son of the living God. God himself, 12 disciples, only three you know. 
and few men are left. Like when the case is done, only few are exempt. Only few manage to survive. Like only few manage to go beyond the curse. Only few manage to produce despise the curses. The curse has devoured the earth. The curse has devoured the family. The curse has devoured everybody in the school. Don't be part of the curse statistics. Among those that are part of the many that have been cleared by it. I'm explaining to you why results are not so common. Especially outstanding results. I'm explaining to you why people work every day, but at the end of the year, they cannot show you what... I mean, when you, when you, check, your, your, when you check the end of the year with the whole year, going to work every day, sometimes seven days a week, and you now check at the end of the year, what have I gotten for all this year I've been working? Ah, if you cannot agree with me that there's a case at work, then I don't know what you're talking about. The amount of effort you put in has to compare to the return you get from it. Bearing fruit is not a thing ever since the curse. Bearing fruit is one of the hardest things to do on earth because the fruit comes from the ground. It is the ground that must receive the seed and it is the ground that must germinate the tree that will have the fruit of the tree. And it is exactly that same ground that has been cursed. Therefore, anyone you see bearing much fruit on earth, You must know they have neutralized either few or a lot of cases before you see them where they are. You cannot eradicate cases from earth. The only time the Bible says there will be no cases is in heaven. The earth was cursed from the sin of Adam and until God brings a new earth, the the curse will be working here. It will be devouring. So you cannot in any way stop the curse. Are you listening to me? You can only neutralize it. It means it's there, it's working, but on your case, on your case, it has been neutralized. And you know that it is still there because if you change a few things that you did, that made you to neutralize it, you will be surprised how quickly everything will change again. Just so you know that it is there. It's just that you've neutralized it. That's why the series is neutralizing. You cannot eradicate them. You don't have that ability. You can only neutralize. What does it mean to neutralize? To neutralize means to make something ineffective by applying an opposite force against it. You make it ineffective. Like it's there, but it, is, it becomes ineffective because you have used another force against it. That's what it means to neutralize something. Are you listening to me very, very well? To neutralize means you have disarmed the thing. You have counteracted. Yes. Let me quickly take you through a neutralizing of curses scripture where like a, a situation where a curse was neutralized.
Come with me to 2 Kings chapter 2 from verse 19 down to 27. The Bible says, Then the men of the city said to Elisha, Please notice the situation of this city is pleasant. Are you listening? They said to Elisha, Look, sir, you can look, you can see the location of our city. It's well located. Everything about our city is nice. Like normally, do you understand? Like it's, 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 it's the right thing. The situation of this city is pleasant. I'm on 2 Kings chapter 2 from verse 19 down to 27. He said, it's pleasant as my Lord can see himself. But the water is bad. And the ground is barren. What a contradiction. You are in a nice location. You have all the requirements for you to do well. Like everything is in place and in motion for you to succeed. But the water is bad. And the ground is barren. It's cursed. Something is working against something that is supposed to be nice. The situation of this sister is pleasant. When you look at her, you see how beautiful she is. There's nothing that you will say is not there. Everything is there. She even went to school. She knows how to dress. She knows how to speak good English. The situation of this business is pleasant. The situation of this family is pleasant. I mean, like, there shouldn't be a reason why we are the way we are. The situation of this church is pleasant. It receives wonderful messages every Sunday. It's got a wonderful pastor pastoring over it. It's got amazing blessings on it. There shouldn't be a reason why certain results shouldn't be there. But the water is bad. And the ground is barren. This verse has spoken to me far too many times because in far too many times I find myself looking like this city. Why? Because the Bible says you are a city set on a hill that cannot be hid and many times you are that city, you are set on a hill, you are not hidden. People can see you and yet they are not acting on it. They can see what you have and they are not responding. It's as if you are hidden yet you are on a hill. You are that city. He said, the situation of this city, Jesus says, you are a city. You are set on a hill. Yet you are hidden. Yet you are hidden. You can sing, yet you are hidden. You can dance, yet you are hidden. You can preach, yet you are hidden. You are beautiful, yet you are hidden. You have the business ideas, yet you are hidden. The situation of this city is pleasant, but the water is bad. The ground is barren. Something is not right. Something is not right. Based on my investment, based on my location, based on the pleasantness around me, my results should look different. Everything about this should be better. But there's something fighting this whole thing underground. There's something just busy, neutral, destroying destroying the pleasantness, eh, the privileged position that this thing has. I hope I'm talking to you. I hope you understand what I'm saying to you. Because I'm saying you are the city. Jesus says in Matthew, I think, 5 or 6, that you are a city. And the situation of this city is pleasant. But the water is bad and the, the ground is barren. In other words, there's no fruit. I hope you understand. When the water is bad and the ground is barren, you cannot have fruit. 
Let's look at how the curse was neutralized. Number one, Elijah said, bring me a new bowl and put salt in it. So they brought it to him. Then he went out to the source of the water. Every detail here is loaded with content as to how to neutralize a curse. That is making a pleasant city unpleasant. Let me repeat what I just said. Curses that are making a pleasant city unpleasant. Unacceptable, yeah. Unacceptable. A fruitful year, barren. He went out to the source of the water and cast in it the salt. And he said, Thus says the Lord, I have healed this water. From it there shall be no more death or barrenness. So the water remained healed to this day according to the word of Elisha which he spoke. When I look at this, I realize a curse was neutralized right here. Elisha didn't have to go and get another water to bring in that river. Elijah didn't have to replace the ground. The ground was the same ground. The waters was the same water, but something was done on it. And it changed what, it, what was going on there. That is what I call neutralizing. Like, the thing is still the same, but the results have changed. Because why? I have injected an opposing force that is fighting what was there. It will still be the same you that could not get anything done the previous years. Not in you, it's the same you. But something will be done in you. Amen. And that thing that will be done in you will neutralize something in you. And the same you will start producing outstanding results. I hope your spirit, you see, it takes the prophetic sometimes. Part of neutralizing a case, you need prophecy. As you can see here. So those of you that don't believe in your prophet, those of you that just sit around and you are just looking in the air, I'm sorry, you might not make it. I'm very sorry because you see, for you to break some of these things, it takes more than what you touch. How did Elisha neutralize this curse that was ravaging the whole, a pleasant city? How was it? Number one, he asked for a new bow. Not an old one, a new bow. You're going to need a new strategy. You're going to need something new. You're going to need something that you haven't used before. You have to expose yourself to new ideas this year. If you're going to get hold of what God wants for you, you cannot continue with the old stuff. Why didn't Elisha ask for an old bow or just a normal bow? It's a new one. A new one. If you're going to have results, if you're going to neutralize the cases that are operating in your family, you're going to have to pray new prayers, my brother. You're going to have to listen to new messages. You're going to have to change your prayer. Something new must happen. The same old things cannot change what is going on. That has been there forever. Something must change. There must be something. There must be a new you. A new you. A new you. A new bound. A new you. A new you must emerge. Number two, he asked for salt. He asked for salt. Now that's interesting because for years, salt was used to preserve goods. For years. Eh? When we didn't have fridges, when we didn't have all the things that we have today, how do you think our parents used to preserve food? Using salt. They take, salt, they take meat, put salt on it to make the meat not rot. 
And the Bible says you are the salt of the earth. I'm going to focus on salt just now. I don't want to rush myself on it because that's actually my talk. Neutralizing cases, how, what is the salt that you're going to need to throw in that water? In that bad water? What is the salt that you and I need to throw in that barren ground? That is my talk this whole month. As I'm teaching you how to neutralize cases. What is the salt? Because the salt has a lot of grains. It's not just one thing. It's diff- small, small grains, but different ones. So every grain means something. Number three, he went to the source of the water. Many times, you are unable to change the situation because you are dealing with the fruit, not the root. The root of every major problem is a curse. There's a curse controlling what you are seeing. So the man went where the water is coming from. Where, where is this thing coming from? That's the source of the thing. Stop waiting for at the, at the bottom of the river. You are at the bottom of the river throwing salt. Take your courage, go to the source of the water. And that, you know, the salt is a lot of pressure. But that's where you have to go. Because that is at the source of the problem. If you want to kill it, kill it at the source. He went to the source of the problem. Number four, he cast the, the salt there. And then number five, he spoke a prophetic word. He spoke the word of God over the situation. As you can see, Elisha neutralized this curse by using natural means and supernatural means. Every curse you will neutralize will involve some natural things you're going to have to do and then it will also involve some supernatural things that you're going to have to do. Before we talk about ten cells, three branches, let's start at the source. The reason why things are the way they are, let me tell you something. The reason why you are not yet where you want to be, maybe you don't know, but I've not come to tell you there's a case. If you like, believe. If you like, don't believe. No problem. No problem at all. I just read the word. And we are here this month because I want to see much fruit. And I cannot see much fruit if I'm just dealing with some small prunings on the, on the tree. No, 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 no. I need to go to the root. I need to go deep first. My first, my first talk must start right at the source. Why are people not fruitful? Why are results not there? Why are things not there? are curses. There are curses fighting us, my people. There are evil spirits, yes, but there are curses too fighting us. And if you don't respect curses, I don't want to insult you, but I can tell you your situation might not change. If you don't respect the thing called curses, So I would like to encourage, encourage you, this whole month, please, give me your attention. I'll be taking you through 12 kinds of salts that you can throw eh, in that water. 12 kinds of salts that you can throw. What type of salt do you need to throw in, in, your, in the water? That You see, you have this pleasant body. You have this pleasant business. You have this pleasant idea. You have this pleasant diplomas. But something is not moving. We need to throw salt in there. I said we need to throw salt in there at the source. We need to throw some salt. How many of you believe we need to throw some salt in this situation? If the man of God threw salt, why are you sitting there? You want to throw granites. Or you want to continue just purifying the water. You are using fertilizers. And reverse osmosis. No. The man of God is showing us the solution. Throw salt. Hallelujah. And speak the word. Go at the source of the problem. Get something new. A ball that is brand new. 
You don't use, you don't pour new wine and old wine skins. Be willing to change something this year. We are already on day nine of the year. What has changed? What have you reviewed? What have you corrected? Again, you are still waking up in the same late way you used to wake up in 2021. Again, you are still watching the same program. You are still doing the same. So see, that same old bowel, how can it carry the salt that is required to destroy this case? If you will make the mistake of just declaring my year of bearing much fruit, changing your, your Facebook account. Look, let me tell you something. Changing Facebook cover does not bring results in your life. Do you understand? If you don't believe me, all the Facebook covers you've been changing, what results have they brought into your life? Like, ever since you opened your Facebook account, you've been changing covers, changing covers. What has that changed in your life? Has that brought money? It's just to help us push a little bit the, the word of God. But I'm not just here for pushing those things. I'm here to help you as a, you as a person. We want to help you. So understand that whether you are aware of it or not, there are curses. And they are fighting you and me. Yeah. This year, this, this, I'm not talking about curses. I'm talking about neutralizing them. You understand? Other time I can teach you about curses. This time, I'm not really talking about them much. I'll be teaching you how to, because if you just do what you should do, sometimes you might not believe that you have COVID-19. You understand? But if you just take the medication, whether you believe or not, the medication will enter and so tired, COVID viruses, quick, 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 and you are back. So no, no desire, no need to argue, Pastor, me, I don't believe in case. Please, just take the pills. Just take the salt. Just throw the salt, and let's see the results. Hallelujah. So 12 cans of salt to use in 2022 if you're going to bear much fruit. Number one, the salt of salvation. That's where we start. The number one salt recommended by heaven that will bring a certain degree of neutralization of cases is called salvation. Salvation. Brothers and sisters, salvation is more than just going to heaven. It is going to heaven, but it's more than that. Salvation is your entrance into neutralization of cases in your life. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. New bow. New bow. Your position. The new bar alone cannot bring about the result, but it, there must be a new bar somewhere. <laughs> you, you, they, they see, it's like you need salt in that new bar, but before we talk about the salt, let's first get the ball new. If anyone is in Christ, he's a new bar. He, he, has, he has changed something that is getting him to a place where if he continues doing a few other things, a curse will be neutralized. <laughs> but already, by being in Christ, you have neutralized one of the worst curses ever. My Bible says in the book of Matthew 25, to those on his left, his, the Bible says to those on his left, let me find it, Matthew 25 verse 41, and he said, and he will say to those on his left, depart from me, you who are cursed into eternal fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. So hell itself is a curse. Like, finding yourself in hell is you are cursed. 
Because it says, you who are cast into eternal fire. So I'm saying, new birth, being a new creation, eh, it's making you to be a new bird. And we're going to talk about the soul to put inside. But even just at that stage already, just by being a new creation, you have avoided the worst case, which is hellfire. Because Jesus asked, what shall it profit a man? To gain the whole world and lose his soul. It's a serious case. It's a serious case. People don't play, people don't value it. But I'm telling you today, even if you get everything sorted down here and you miss heaven, you've missed everything. You've missed everything. You miss everything. Because naked you came to this world, naked you're going to leave this world. So anything you accumulate, is ju- you are just a steward. You're taking nothing with you. The only thing you are taking, you enter here a sinner. You must live here a saint. If you miss that particular one, you have really missed everything. You've missed everything. Make sure we all enter here as sinners, but we don't all depart here as sinners. I want to be honest with you. Some of us enter here as sinners. We depart here as saints. And some enter here as sinners. They depart here as devils. Like, they have even upgraded. They're not just sinners now. They are satanists. May God help us. May God help us. Jesus Christ is the curse breaker. Galatians 3, 13 and 14. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written... Curse is everyone who is hung on a pole or a tree. He redeemed us in order that the blessing given to Abraham might come to you and me, the Gentiles, through Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. So Christ Jesus, Christ Jesus is the gate to the blessing. Christ Jesus is the gate to the blessing. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 1. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Whoever is in Christ, in Christ. is a new creation. God has blessed you with every spiritual blessing in Christ. I hope you realize that already by being in Christ, you have positioned yourself in a place where the curse is working. Even in your family, they cannot easily attack you anymore. Just by being in, I'm not saying being in the church. There's a difference. You can be in the church, but you're not in Christ. You can be in the worship team, but you're not in Christ. You can be in the choir, but you're not in Christ. But you cannot be in Christ and not experience the blessing that God is talking about. Oh, pastor, I've been in this church for 20 years and I haven't seen those blessings. Yes, you've been in the church, but have you been in Christ? Have you been in Christ? The day you gave your life to Jesus Christ, you know what you did? You chose the blessing and you rejected the curse. That's exactly what you did. Deuteronomy 30 verse 9 I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you that I have said before you life and death, blessing and curses. Choose life. There is nothing more sweeter on earth than life. Because anything else without life is useless. And there is nothing more wicked on earth like death. Because anything you have and death has come becomes useless. So Jesus placed the two greatest forces on earth, life and death. Immediately after mentioning those two forces, the next greatest forces on earth is not your beauty. It's not your money. It's not the school you go to. After life and death, I mean, one is the sweetest and one is the bitterest, if there's such a word. After those two, 
the next in line that affects the life of humanity more than anything. There's nothing that affects you more than life or death. And apart from those two, the next in line is blessings and curses. Not your education. I've told you before, your life depends more, your life depends more on a blessing or a curse than anything else you are doing. Yeah. So the day you chose Jesus, you've chosen life. And by default, you've chosen the blessing. Because 1 John chapter 5, verse 11 says, and this is the testimony that God has given us eternal life. And this life is found in his son. This life he asked you to choose in Deuteronomy 30 verse 19. That life is found in his son, Jesus Christ. So the day you accepted Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, you chose that life. And you, in, 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 by, by default, you chose the blessings. That's why he's telling you Ephesians 3 verse 1, God has blessed you with every spiritual blessings. Where? In Christ. Colossians chapter 1 verse 27. To them God will to make known what is the riches of the glory in, of, of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you, Christ in you, there's hope. When, when the moment Christ enters you, are you listening to me? The mo- you see, you might not have everything the day Christ enters you. You might not have the car. Everything might still look the same. But let me tell you, if Christ is in you, there is hope for glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. There's got to be glory in your life. The hope of glory. It means... When Christ enters you, there's a potential that there will be some glory in the future. That's what it means. And if you've observed people that are in Christ and Christ is in them, oh, it's always beautiful to watch. My Lord and my God, when you see a man that God has helped, you will say, Christ was indeed in you and Christ has brought glory. What is glory? Glory is beauty. That is what it is. God is going to make your life beautiful. Because Christ is in you. And you are in Christ. Brothers and sisters, never joke with your salvation. That is the number one way you neutralize cases. Your salvation. Don't play with your salvation. Your salvation is the only hope of glory you have. That something might be different tomorrow about you. Can't you look at your, I mean, just with the little Christ that is in you currently, can you not see a difference between you and your cousins? Can you not see a difference between you and your neighbors? Can you not see that something has already started showing that there is, there is glory coming here? There is glory coming here. There is glory coming here. I see glory coming here. There's glory coming here. That's why later it says we go from glory to glory. So there's a dimension. The moment he enters, he starts unveiling those glories one by one, one by one. Every time you break and you neutralize a certain curse, another glory shows up. You neutralize another glory shows up. Another glory shows up. I see you exploring higher dimensions of glory in Christ. Dimensions of glory in Christ. Say with me, Christ in me, the hope of glory. Christ in me, the hope of glory. You know what it means? If Christ is in you, there's hope. There's hope. And hope does not disappoint. There's hope. That's the first way we neutralize cases. You know, not so long ago, there's a man of God. He was here in South Africa. You will know him, major one. He went back to his country. He posted pictures of him back in the day. 
Hey, I was shocked. I was shocked. If you could see who he was, where he was, where this God took him from, and you see what he has become, you will understand Christ in you. If yourself, you take the pictures, you see, your problem is that you are not taking pictures. You must take pictures because there's going to be greater glory ahead of you. And you need to show people, look, this is where I'm coming from. This is how the case was working on me. I was a pleasant city, but I was very unpleasant to live with. Nothing was working. But look at what the Christ in me has produced. This year, by God's grace, dimensions of glory will be released from your life. Don't ever allow the devil to discourage you, to tell you that nothing is working. There's a Christ in you, the hope. There will be glory. There will be glory. It might not be today, it might not be tomorrow, but one thing I know Christ in me, the hope of glory. It might not be next week. I might have to wait a few more years. I might have to get more salt on the bow. I might have to put more, more, more salt. But Christ in me, the hope of glory, the waters will be healed. Hallelujah. Please don't miss next Sunday. As I'm going to be taking you through more salt. about 12 to cover. The first one, the salt of salvation. When one drop of that salt falls on these bad waters, this barren ground, nobody cultivates there. Nobody looks at it when they have a project of any magnitude. It's a, it's a forgotten ground. The Bible says it has chosen the weak things of this world. The despised. The ones nobody values is where he goes and drops the salt. Mila kala mola mela. Where people don't see nothing about you. He said, oh, I see something in you. Let me throw some salt over here. By the time they come, it's a beautiful garden. It's a green garden. All kinds of beautiful things. I'm talking about you. You are that city. By God's grace, the prophetic word is going to change you this year. Christ in me. The hope. There's glory ahead. There's glory ahead. There's a man of God who says, you're going to need to buy sunglasses. Because you will shine so bright, you will need to put shades so that you don't blind yourself. I believe it. Christ in me. Uh, not, not diplomas in me. Not mutis in me. Uh, not degrees in me. Not nyaope in me. Not marijuana in me. Christ in me. The hope of glory. Give him a hand of praise. The hope. The hope. The hope. Please stop moving around like a depressed person. Uh, like you, you have no hope. You have no hope. Because you haven't seen this. You haven't. Seen, no, look, you don't understand how this thing works. It starts in you. It starts in you. It's working in you. It's working in me. It's working in me. It's working in me. God's ability is working in me. There's an ability. The Bible says, who is, who, is, who, is, who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all you can think or ask according to the power that is at work where? In me, Christ in me, Christ in me, the hope of glory, the hope of glory, 
I'm talking to every born again Christian. I'm talking to anyone who is in Christ and who now believe Christ is in them. I'm talking to you. The curses are already breaking. They are already breaking. And I'm telling this to you. Stop joking with salvation. It cost Jesus his life. It cost heaven everything. It must mean something to you. Don't joke with your salvation. Don't take salvation as just, uh, as I recited a sinner's prayer. There's nothing like that. Christ in you. There's hope. There will be glory. I said there's hope. And there will be glory. Lift your hands and just start worshipping him. Exalting him. Blessing him. This year, I will walk Christ in me more. More of Christ in me. More glory shall be revealed. More Christ in me. I refuse to backslide. Now you see why Satan wants you to backslide. Now you see why Satan wants you out of the church. Because he's attacking the Christ in you, sir. Oh, Christ in me. Christ in me. Jesus Christ. The hope of glory. The curse breaker. Please understand that is the starting point of breaking cases. It starts with Christ in me. Christ in me. Christ in me. Don't joke with that. of you in me, Jesus. More of you in me, Holy Spirit. More, more, more of you. More of you. More of you. More of your presence. More of your presence in me. More of your power in me. More power. More love. More of you in my life. More, 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 more. More of Jesus Christ in 2022. Yes. Yes, the hope of glory, the hope of glory, the hope of glory. I see glory, I see glory. People shall celebrate with you. People shall rejoice with you. There shall be glory. There shall be celebration. There shall be exhilarations about your case. Oh yes, oh yes. The hope of glory, the hope of glory. The hope of glory. Please don't give up. Please don't give in. The hope of glory. Yes. He will take you from one dimension of glory to another and yet another as you keep allowing more of him in you. Uh, more of Christ in me. More glory shall be revealed. More glory shall be revealed. That's the first salt we've studied this morning. How to neutralize cases. Salvation. Salvation. And you are watching this morning. You are not born again. I've just shared with you. You see, let me tell you something. You can call as many sangomas in that house as you want. Nothing much will change. And I'm sure you've observed it. It's like that. They will come, you will spend money, but nothing will change. If it changes, it's for a few weeks, just to deceive you. Then it comes back worse than before. Christ does not come with a lot of spectacles and a lot of noise. But he comes with genuine and evident change in our lives. I'm telling you right now. If you are watching this service, you are not born again. 
you haven't surrendered your life to Jesus, why don't you do it this morning? On the second Sunday of year 2022, 2-2, second Sunday of 2022, I surrendered my heart to Christ. The hope of glory. I promise you, he will bring glory in that family. He will bring glory in your life. There are far too many examples. It took all of us from the dust and it's causing us to sit with princes. The hope of glory. Took a shepherd boy, turned him into a king. Took a slave boy, turned him into a prime minister. Christ in you. The hope of glory. That's the greatest curse breaker. Jesus Christ. The reason why you haven't seen much, you see, is because you didn't know what I've just taught you. Please, I'm begging you, listen to this message again and again. Study the scriptures. They will also be on our Facebook page, the notes. You can find them there. Look at them. Study them. God is going to help you. Hallelujah. This morning, you are saying, Pastor, I want to be in Christ and I want Christ to be in me. Good. I want to lead you in a prayer right now. That will change everything. If you are saying, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to be born again. I want Christ, the hope of glory, to be in me. I'm going to count up to three. When you hear three, please, just raise your right hand. I'll pray with you. One, two, three. Raise your right hand, wherever you are. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Please take your hands down. Now, quickly, you are already born again, but you got discouraged. You dropped the ball. You step out of the journey. You push Christ out of your heart. You allow the world in your heart. The world can never bring glory. The Bible says, this world shall pass away and everything in it. But Jesus says, my words shall never pass away. So you see, we need Christ in us. Right now, I want to challenge you to come back to God. God is, you see, this is the dispensation of grace. God is not judging anybody. God is saving the world. So wherever you are, come to Christ today. If you are already in Christ and you backslid, return home today. I'm begging you, turn back to God. I want to pray for you this morning. You are saying, Pastor, I want to recommit my life to Jesus. I have messed up. I've gone away. I've stopped living for God. No problem. The grace of God and the blood of Jesus are still able to wash your sins this morning. So at the count of three, raise your right hand and I'll pray with you. One, two, three. Raise it up quickly. Raise it up. Raise it up. I want Jesus. I want Jesus. I want him to restore his love in my life. I want him to restore his grace in my life. God bless you. God bless you. All those and God bless you. You can take your hands down. Now, I want you to pray this prayer from the depths of your soul. Mean everywhere. The Bible says, by your words you shall be justified. So you are brought into the just position by your words. Please repeat after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I surrender my life to you today. Please forgive me my sins. Wash me with your precious blood. I believe you died for me. On the third day you rose again. That I might be justified. Right now, I believe my sins are forgiven. I'm justified by your blood. I'm saved. I'm restored. I am born again. I am free from the power of sin to serve the living God. Thank you, Jesus, for receiving me. Thank you, Jesus, for restoring me. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. May God bless you. Please drop us a comment in the comment section to tell us how this message has helped you. Remember also to subscribe to receive notifications on our latest sermons. You can also watch Pastor Pascal live every Sunday morning from 10 a.m. on our church Facebook page, Alive Bible Church HQ. Or 
You can worship with us live in one of our branches in Sun City, Macharora, Pazima, Mukwase, Lidach, Rustenburg, and beyond. Have a blessed day and remember we are alive to give life. Whether you